Hi, it's Malcolm, and I'm joined by my colleague Wayne, and today we're going to talk about uh, remortgaging to release equity. So one of the, the major reasons people approach us in this situation, Wayne, is, is to do debt consolidation. Yeah. Now, there's pros and cons of adding debts to your mortgage. So I guess um, people come into us to try and reduce outgoings normally. Exactly, yeah. People have maybe run up higher than higher credit card bills than they maybe would have liked or have got a, a number of different other credit commitments, personal loans, that sort of thing. And they're looking at putting them into the mortgage in order to reduce the outgoings. Obviously, it's a big area and, and the mortgage regulator, is a, it's, a, it's an area that the mortgage regulator is very keen on um, policing to a certain degree. Um, for example, you know, if you've, if you've got credit card debt and you sat on a 0% credit card bill, for example, is it good advice to swap that and put it onto a long-term mortgage where you'll be paying interest on something that you weren't paying interest on before? So I think the, the, the first thing I would say with, you know, as, as advisors, that those are things that we, A, we take very seriously and, and look at very closely. I'm not automatically saying it's automatically wrong to do it, um, because if, it, if it's going to create a lot of financial hardship for you and you can't manage that credit card debt, then it might still be a solution. But it is something that we would look at closely and, and, and make a, um, a, a, a decision on and a recommendation on based on what was right for you. And then, um, obviously, then if you're taking, like a, for example, a credit card or a personal loan, which might typically be paid back normally over three years or five years, there's the impact of, of paying that interest Yes, you'll save money on a monthly basis, mm. but you're paying it back over a far longer period, which will end up costing you more. This is it. For example, if, if you were, if you were, think, if you think about that, it might have been a car loan. So you've borrowed money for your car, and now you're going to decide to add that onto your mortgage. So if you think about this in practical terms, you'll probably be paying for that car for much longer than you ever have the car. You'll have possibly got rid of the car, but but you're still paying for it. So. As I said, I'm not. We would never say it's automatically the wrong thing to do because obviously everybody's circumstances are different. But it is something that that we look at very closely and and make recommendations according to 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 the, you know the individual client. Yeah, I think in addition to that as well, um, sometimes it is a kind of a last resort for people before they start kind of missing payments or suffering that financial hardship. But you've also got to consider is you, you taking unsecured debts and secure it on your property. So if you were to not keep up the payments on those unsecured loans, yes, it could have uh, some serious impacts on your, on your credit score, but that's different to missing payments on a mortgage, which obviously could end up in, in, in repossession and, you, and you're losing your home. So you've got to consider not just the fact that you might pay back more, uh, but also that um, you're securing that debt uh, upon the family home. So it's not a step to be taken lightly. That said, when it does work for the right customer, it can be life changing. Oh, absolutely, you know, um, I was I was talking to a to a customer just just uh, day before yesterday, and it it would have made a difference of something like fifteen hundred pounds a month in in his and her monthly commitment. Um, so it, it, it you know, that, like an extra salary into the house. Exactly, or? you know, it, it basically it could be the difference between just working to stand still and actually having a life, so mm. to speak. Um, but yeah, you know, you've got. To, it's interesting you, you made that point of, of um, sort of a. It, it really should be a, a watershed moment. You know, if you are in that position, 
what you don't want to become is a repeat offender. You think, oh great, and then you go out and run your credit card debts up again, and in two years' time, three years' time, you're back in the same position again. Exactly, and, and one day the kind of the well sort of runs dry. Right. So when you are looking to, to release extra funds uh, against your, your home, the bank will revalue it and then take into account any improvements that you've done during the period that you've owned the property? Yeah, exactly, because they're going to take a snapshot of what it's worth now. So, yeah, um, if you have been making improvements, or, or even if just the market has you know, meant that you've got a nice house in a nice area and the prices have gone up, at least you can release that equity at that point. If someone's done a new build, for example, on um, uh, using the, the government's help to buy equity loan, um, can they then look to raise capital against their home to look to pay all or some of that equity loan? Certainly they can. Obviously, it, it depends how much the value of their house has gone up. Um, when it comes to repaying a help to buy equity loan, the government have a, an independent um, agency that will assess the actual value according to them for what you would have to pay back on the uh, equity loan because as, as you'd be aware you're paying back 20% or, or whatever percentage you took but typically 20% of its value at that time and the government agency will assess that value and then as long as your mortgage lender agrees that your house is worth more than that and there's enough equity in there for you to be able to do it within their rules and regulations as to maximum loans to value and stuff like that then yeah you can very definitely do it okay other reasons that people remortgage to, to raise equity, I suppose, um, would be home improvements. And we've seen um, in, in recent years a move to people kind of obviously spending more time at home, home gyms and extensions in particular, um, home offices making those modifications um, as we prepare to spend more time at home than we, than we used to. So home improvements have been a big area. Yeah, again, and home improvements is one thing that, that lenders have always, you know, way back to when I first started, you know, if you wanted to borrow money, because it, it, this is almost like a almost like a direct contradiction to what we were saying about debt consolidation, where where you might be taking a short term loan and putting it on a long term asset, whereas this you're actually adding value to your asset, so it makes sense to secure it against your property because you're improving, you know, the, the money is being used to improve the thing that you're securing the loan against. And lenders have always done that. I would always sort of say, look, um, some lenders are more strict than others about wanting proof to see what you've got, uh, or sorry, what you're going to spend the money on. So ideally, you know, do your planning, get your estimates, and, and also think, things you've got to think about is things like planning permissions or building regulations control. If you're, if you're doing a big extension or, you know, changing the, the footprint of your property. But certainly lenders will look to do that. Okay, and then somehow improvements put more value on and others, so things like like loft conversions mm. might increase your value more than other sort of smaller things. Especially, especially if you're doing it doing it properly, a lot of, you know, with the right planning permission, so that you can then class it as an extra bedroom, for example. Mm. Now there are rules around that, and I'm not going to mm. pretend to be a planning officer to, to tell you what those rules are. But you know, if if that adds an extra bedroom, then you can market your house for as a four bed instead of a three. Um, that might get you you know enhanced value when you come to sell. And um, we've seen kind of over the years that um, first-time buyers struggle to raise sufficient deposit to get onto the property ladder. What about the, the, the parents of those potential first-time buyers raising money against their own homes to gift to, to their kids to get them on the ladder? Again, absolutely. Um, 
the, the advantage that the parents will have is that possibly they might have been in that house or certainly been on the in the housing market for, for quite a long time. They've maybe built up quite a lot of equity in their property. And if that meant, means that they can you know release some to give their son or their daughter their first foot on the ladder, it's you know again lenders typically would would be would be happy with that as, as a reason. Or to fund maybe something like a, a big wedding or something like that. Those yeah. things are acceptable too. And going back to a property purchase then, um, we could see um, an applicant who's perhaps wanting to make further property investments, let's say, into buy-to-let. You could remortgage your own home to fund a deposit for a buy-to-let purchase. Yeah, or even multiple buy-to-let. You know, it, it depends how much equity you've got, but it might be that that could fund deposits on, on a number of smaller properties. You know, Typically with a buy-to-let, you might need a, say, a 25% deposit on the one that you're going to buy. But if you've got, you know, if you're in a nice area and that that might buy you, uh, you might have a lot of equity and that might give you deposits for maybe two or three different little, you know, say little terraced houses or something like that. Okay, fine. So lots of different reasons that lenders will let you uh, raise uh, equity from your home in terms of a remortgage, debt consolidation, home improvements being kind of the big two really. Um, Different lenders go to different loans to value, so you'll definitely need some mortgage advice when it comes to that. And uh, we'll be here for you, happy to help uh, if you need that mortgage advice.